Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to another um, podcast of Journey Through the Mind with uh, Cass and Claude. Hey, Cass, how are you doing? Doing very well, thank you, Claude, and yourself? Um, always good, thanks. Nice and hot again after the huge storm we had last night. Yes, lots of rain <laughs> and hail. <laughs> it's quite scary. <laughs> no, absolutely. So... But it's all part of, of the, the summer season here in sunny South Africa. That's it. So last week we spoke about um, goal settings and we hope that it brought a lot of insight to you and everybody's now starting with your your goal settings. But um, here we sit in January now and a new year is upon us and obviously now we have new opportunities. Um that await us to make this our best year yet. But let's face it, this alone is overwhelming enough without adding all the other stresses that the month of January brings. Yes, so, you know, we've had, if we look at Claude's, we've had economic stresses, you know, 2023 brought, brought about high inflation, high interest rates, food inflation, you know, everything at the shop was just going up. So it really brought about a lot of economic distress. Um, you know, then also going into like December, buying your presents, um, being able to take your family on holidays. That's got its own stresses in just trying to do that as well. And then here in South Africa, our school year starts in January. So for these parents, they've got to find they've just gone through Christmas and then they've got to find school fees, stationery, school, you know, paying for school uniforms. So yes, January can be pretty stressful. Absolutely. So now, um, now we find ourselves obviously in a new year with new hopes, new dreams and new expectations, not only in our personal lives, Cass, but for our families too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, how do we then turn January into January-wellness? Yeah, I think, Claude, yeah, that's that's quite a big topic to, to actually cover. But I think there's simple tips that we can actually live by. And when we find ourselves maybe a bit um, overwhelmed or a bit stressed, we can actually go back to these tips and just bring us back into the to the present of how to deal with that. I think that's a huge uh, factor here, Cass, is what um, a lot of us don't realize that brings us so much stress and anxiety is because we're constantly looking into the future. We're constantly worried about what's coming, what's going to happen, what haven't I achieved, what do I need to do, um, how much money am I going to have, do I have enough money, are my kids going to be okay, you know, do I have enough money for my rent and all of that. And when we constantly focused on the future, that's where the anxiety comes in um, and where fear exists, right, where fear resides. But when we, we bring ourselves into the present moment, that's where hope exists. That's where we have hope for the future. Exactly. And we can control, we can control the present where we can't control the past because that has happened mm -hmm. and we can't control the future because that is still to happen. So, yes, so the present moment is where we need to be. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, if you if you live in the present moment, focusing on what's happening to you right now, in and around you, then you have control over 
what you need to do and where you can go and what you need to change to make that happen. So, Cass, what are one of the first tips that we can um, that we can go into and teach our listeners to just keep us in the present moment? So, what we can do is we can actually focus on our breathing. You know, if you're finding that you're feeling anxious because you've got you've got a presentation to prepare and it just gives you pure anxiety because you know you're not the best. Uh, person on you know trying to put this all together what you can do to calm your nerves to calm that anxiety and to bring you into the now is breathe exactly because what happens when we're we're anxious we're going to have short breaths we're going to have short labored breaths and what happens is then you your body doesn't produce enough oxygen your body doesn't isn't able to to produce uh, to send oxygen to the parts of your body especially your brain that's going to help you to focus and concentrate so it's very important that um, uh, deep breathing exercises are very very important to help your body to function to get you into a state of calm peace and 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 focus so um you know we when we we're anxious we we have those short quick breaths so when we when we have the breathe when we practice our breathing exercises we have to really breathe down into our gut not just into our lungs and um you know so so i love the exercise of you know you when you when you count you count your breathing because what happens is when we're just focusing on the breath going in breath going out and and holding that breath in between this is now a form of meditation. So if those of you that think that you can't meditate, focus simply on your breathing. And that just helps the body to bring you into what's the now, the present moment. So my, the, the exercise I love to do for myself and, and I recommend to so many of my clients is you, you, you breathe in for, for four um, seconds and then you hold it for two seconds and then breathe out for six seconds and hold it for two seconds. And then you repeat that action for about five minutes or however long you need to when you feel like you're now calm again. That's it. And it definitely brings a balancing effect on your both your mind and your body, that breathing exercise. Mm -hmm. And what I like to do is like for the first three times, I'll just focus on their breath going in and coming out. And after those three times, if I do it anymore, then I'll focus on breathing in calm. And when I'm breathing out, focus on breathing out toxicity. So that you, you, you're you now creating a, a pathway in your brain that says when I'm breathing in, I'm breathing in calm, I'm breathing in peace, I'm breathing in relaxation. And I'm breathing out all the toxins, all the stress, all the depression, all the anger. And that just helps the body to just come to a calm state. And not only does it do that, but it increases those neurotransmitters, which we like to call the happy chemicals in the body. What are those happy chemicals that, that are known as the neurotransmitters? So it's like your oxytocin, your serotonin, your dopamine and your endorphins. Yeah, and those are, are all chemicals that, that help to help you to feel better. And those are chemicals that we can easily hack the brain into releasing 
through through simple techniques like a breathing technique for instance you know mm -hmm. that that peace and calm helps you to just feel connected helps you to feel um included helps you to feel happier and those are all all simple things that you can do to just increase those chemicals in the brain without taking any form of meditation for instance yes correct correct yeah and um you know, we, we, we refer to the breathing to be in the present moment. So how do we, you know, how do we actually focus on the present moment? Like what can we do to focus on the present moment? Um, some, some, you know, when, you, when you've got thoughts, mm -hmm. if, you really, if you really take control of your thoughts and you actually become aware of your thoughts, you might find that you're always in the present. You know, he did this to me, she did this to me, um, they did this. So your thoughts are on the, a lot of the times you're in the past. But then you might find that you're always in the future. Oh my word, I've got to do this. I have to do this presentation. I haven't started it. I'm, I'm procrastinating. And so you're always in the future. So a very big component of being in the present is to actually have your thoughts in the moment mm -hmm. and you know you might say yeah okay i'm in the moment now and um what does that mean you know in the moment you will then start to feel like you've got more control so yes so in the moment i know i have to do a presentation i will now take action in the moment so i'm not living in the future i've still got it i've still got it in the moment you will actually start taking that action and you'll find that your thoughts are then centered and focused there so it doesn't your thoughts aren't running around and running around it's then thought and then you can take that action so yes so when you start the presentation you might see oh my word this wasn't as bad as i was making it out to my mind but if you still find that you know you especially if you want to meditate or, or you want to take 10 minutes where you don't want to think about anything and you find your thoughts going somewhere what you can do is then look at if you're sitting in your garden look at the flower in front of you and look how beautiful it is look at the bee that might be sitting um, that comes and lands on the flower that will bring you back into your present moment and that's why they say um, even owning pets is actually wonderful because your pets keep you in the present moment mm -hmm. they want your attention now they want to be loved they want to be fed. cuddled yes fed <laughs> that's it yes <laughs> and they want it now absolutely <laughs> not in the future they want it now so your pets actually is also a great source to keep you actually in the present moment mm -hmm. absolutely and and like i i um tell so every, pretty much every one of my clients is be conscious of every thought that comes into your mind because like i had mentioned before thoughts can be fleeting and they can just create we can often create um monsters in our brain mm -hmm. in our mind of of the thoughts that come in we can create a, a full horror movie That's it. just just by our <laughs> thoughts and why is that because the brain itself the subconscious brain cannot recognize it doesn't recognize past present and future and it doesn't recognize fake from reality that's why it's so easy for us women especially watching the notebook to to cry in a movie like that why because we're because our brain sees it as it's happening right now 
and then creates those emotions um, associated to that. So, so being conscious of every thought that comes in um, helps you to change that thought and not go on a tangent of, of, of creating that anxiety by that massive uh, um, horror movie we're creating. And like you said, Chris, being um, in the present moment and using your five senses, mm -hmm. you know, go sit in nature, go sit outside in your garden, or even if you're in, in your house, if it's too cold to get out, um, and you, you, you're like me, that um, there's no ways I'm stepping out into the cold <laughs> weather, um, you know, sit inside or anywhere and just focus on your five senses. What do I see around me? You know, what colors do I see? What do, how bright are they? How, you know, is it old? Is it new? Is it pink, purple, gray? You know, what do I see around me? I see a bird. I see a sky. The sky is so blue. I see, you know, the clouds are forming and they're changing. What do I see around me? So, and then what do I hear? You know, I hear the birds singing. I hear the wind brushing against my, uh, against my face. I hear cars uh, um, running. I hear the sound of my breath or the, the footsteps of my feet on, on the ground. You know, is, is the ground hard? Is it soft? What does it feel like? You know, is the ground soft? What is the grass soft? Are my feet bare? Am I barefoot? Or do I have, do I have boots on? What, what do I feel in that present moment? Is it hot? Is it cold? Where's my anxiety sitting? Is it in my stomach? Is it in my throat? Is it in my head? On my back? Um, you know, what am I feeling? What am I smelling? What do I smell? You know, I smell the, the aroma of a beautiful rose. I hear the, I smell the crisp, uh, uh, fresh air around me, you know, um, mm -hmm. all those things. And um, taste. A lot of times when we're sitting, you take a bottle of water with you or, or a mint that you can put in your mouth. And when you focus on those things, it keeps you in the present moment. That's and it. then while you're doing that, look at everything you have to be grateful for. When we have gratitude, when we practice those gratitude exercises, that helps to increase the dopamine levels in our, in our body. Um, now, what is dopamine associated with? That's a chemical that's associated with um, achievement, with accomplishment, with... with um, uh, confidence and how do we increase that in the body by looking at things that we're grateful for so how does that happen because when we've got something we're grateful for it means that we've already achieved this it's something we already have and when we're grateful for that now the brain like we explained last week as with the res that reticular activating system now mm -hmm. starts things seeing that you're now focused on things that you're grateful for and then starts producing more and starts showing you more things. So today I'm grateful for the beautiful blue sky that I'm seeing. Tomorrow I'm going to be grateful for the fact that, that I'm able to sit outside. That I'm actually able to walk to be able to, to sit outside. That I actually, if I want to go to the shop, I've got a car. And every day you'll start seeing new things. Those are amazing things to start looking at. Um, to keep you in the present moment because then your mindset starts shifting and and you go from that negative mindset to a more positive mindset. And when we're more positive and we're calmer, we now have the motivation, we, have, we can find the inspiration and we can control more of what is in our lives and around us. That's it. 
Well, you know, Dr. Joe Dispenser, he actually um, also puts it out quite nicely where he says, where you place your attention or focus is where your energy will flow. So to be truly present, you have to take your mind off your body. You take it away from the people in your life so you don't think about it your body, you don't think about people, you don't think about places, you don't think about things and you even don't think about time. And this is this will create the moment of pure consciousness, like you said. It's it's creates it where we are now beyond ourselves. So this is where we're in the moment of new possibilities um, that we could not see while we're in our own personalities of who am I, who am I cross with, who am I this, who am I that. Um, so we're not stuck in our own personalities and our own programs. So, so yes, so where our attention focus, where we place that, our energy will definitely flow. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so, so it's exactly like you were talking. So, you know, some other tips to, for living in the present is like the walking nature. That is a wonderful grounding um, practice to, to follow. And for me, Cass, that's like my meditation. Because if you mm -hmm. tell me, for somebody who's an overthinker like myself, um, to, to now meditate for 10 minutes, I'm going to sit there and for 10 minutes, I'm going to be so stressed that I cannot shut my brain off. Mm -hmm. And that creates more anxiety for me. So, so for me, a walking meditation is so much more profound and grounds me so much more. And that's, that's what we had spoken about earlier. You know, go for that walk in nature and focus on your five senses. And that just keeps you in the present moment. Because then what happens is like, oh, um, you know, look at where I, where am I? And, and it also gives you the time and the space to just touch base with yourself. To just get in yeah. touch with yourself. Where am I in my life? Am I happy with where my life is at the moment and the direction I'm going in? And that then you have the control to say, if I'm not happy with where I am, I can then change that. And what do I need to do to change that? And that then you can then create those smart, achievable goals that we had spoken about last week. So for me, the walking, the walking in nature, that walking meditation mm -hmm. is so much more profound and so much more impactful than sitting for 10 minutes and trying to still my mind. But you, you've, yeah, yeah, meditation is your, yeah, <laughs> yeah, where, where you've got to find an alternative. So the other tip is um, journaling. And uh, that was also where I had a problem of sitting and writing my feelings for the day and all that. And um, then I chatted to my brother and I just said to him, sure, I battle to journal. I, I get so bored journaling. So I said, I'm, I'm obviously missing the point. And then he said he he uses a journal to plan his day. Mm -hmm. And he says what he does is he plans his day. So this is what he likes to achieve today. And he's obviously you don't go and have 10 things to do. You have one or two things that you are going to work on achieving. And then what he does in his journal, then he will say achieved, uh, felt great, that led to X or Y. And that's his journaling and when he said that I thought ah oh, now I know how to journal because I couldn't I'm yeah I don't like to sit and say today I felt sad because of this and that and I know it's a good way I, I like to talk 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, Claude, I'll give you a phone call <laughs> if somebody's irritated me or something. So I tend to talk more about it. So for me, writing is it's more difficult. Yeah. But when he said that, I said, now nah, I can journal. And I prefer the writing because I struggle for myself to express my emotions um, through talking. There's just, I find there's um, like, I want to express myself and, and the words just don't want to come out because mm-hmm. of being so shy as a child. And um, so writing down my thoughts I am able to express without anybody even seeing it and and judging me for for what I'm saying, how I'm saying, and what even I'm thinking or feeling. That's so it. for me, like journaling, I'll I'll put the time on my phone for five minutes and I'll just write whatever comes in, because my mind is so constantly busy. It's constantly thinking. I mean, I can sit and talk to you now, and I've already got ten different things thinking in my mind at the same time. And even when I'm sleeping. So if I do not have that practice of, of writing everything out, doesn't matter about uh, sticking in the lines or grammar or spelling or anything. It's just writing what I see, what I'm feeling, what everything. And then what I love to do is I burn it. Because for me, burning that is a is a release. It's 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 a spiritual act for me. It's, it's just a form of release and watching those flames and that smoke go is a form of releasing all that doesn't serve me and doesn't work for me. So, so the, I've always been able to. It's 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 been a practice that's helped me to just release everything. And what happens is when we journal, Cass, is we get it out from inside. Because a lot of times we bottle it up, okay, and it sits there and it starts festering, and then we start creating dis-ease in the body that illness because we're holding things in and the body doesn't recognize this foreign thing in the body so it's going to create that dis-ease so that you can then work on it and the way of getting it out releasing yourself freeing yourself from it um helps you to just feel lighter feel calmer feel more peaceful and more in control and for me journaling is a is a great great practice i always recommend that okay and then, um, yeah, something is a quiet time for yourself. Um, and I suppose that's where you get, like, in your walk in nature. But this is where, when you, when you give yourself that quiet time, when it is just you, you know, that's where ideas will come to you. You know, like mm-hmm. everybody says, when you sing, in the, the best ideas come in singing in the shower. That's because you <laughs> are alone in the shower and you are with your thoughts. And if you think you do get phenomenal ideas in the shower... And if you look, if you're showering, say, five, ten, ten minutes, you're getting great ideas in a short space of time. So quiet time doesn't necessarily mean you've got to have a whole day by yourself. Mm -hmm. It could literally be like being in the shower. And for me, it's that long bath at night. I mean, I remember when we were young being um, one of uh, three girls in the house and having to share the bathroom with my sisters. They knew when I was going into the bath to bath, (laughs) they were like, let me go first. Let me do this. Let me quickly get that. Because by the time I get into that bath, I can easily sit in there for no less than an hour. I've actually had times where I've sat in there for over an hour and a half when I lived alone. It was amazing. It is. It really is just that time to de-stress, decompress, and touch base with yourself. Yourself, Tap tap into that, that creativity in your mind, those ideas. It gives the, the space in your mind, freeing that space in your mind to create new ideas, new opportunities. Think of 
new new things that you want to create in life that's it but that's mm -hmm. it so that's that's vitally important and then also to be creative you know creativity Absolutely. whether you paint play a musical instrument whatever you're creative whatever makes you makes you happy mm -hmm. that totally brings you into the now so that's why you know if you paint we just use painting mm -hmm. It's wonderful because it, it's, it's almost like a form of meditation as well. For that time that you're painting or playing your musical instrument, um, you don't think about anything else. Your focus is there. It's something you enjoy. And exactly like you say, it releases all the happy chemicals. And you feel like you've achieved something because you will have a painting or you'll be able to get through a piece musical piece um my creativity is baking i mean when you know with my baking i'm no by no means a, a a professional baker but um baking cakes for my niece and my nephew for all their birthdays um just helped to it was another form of meditation for me it's and then seeing that end product um mm -hmm. is like wow you know everybody gets so excited because now you're putting those those ideas and the those things in your mind that you want to create into into something tangible something realistic that you can see touch and feel and taste and of course yes <laughs> definitely uh, enjoy that it's not just about what it looks like exactly taste is important too but that for me it was and and those days where i'd be pressured to bake the cake and i don't have enough time and i've got to do it quickly the cake would never come out right but if mm. I did it and I just put my music on, for me, music is yes, is my, too. you know, mm. without music, I, I literally the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning is my music must come on. Um, and when I'm baking, even when I'm cleaning the house, trust me, yes. I put that music on because it makes it go quicker. <laughs> I was not born to be a housewife and the cleaning lady, but make, you want me to do it and I'll do it properly, but put my music on. So with my baking, I just put that music and I just flow with it. So getting creative helps those juices to flow, helps that you just to feel joy in the moment. Because what is life without joy? That's it. Exactly. Exactly. And then, Claude, what we're finding and, um, is that people are lacking vitamin D. Oh, me too. Me is one of them. <laughs> Even though I say that I love the sun, I absolutely adore the sun. But like with being so busy with work, Mm -hmm. um, I'm constantly stuck inside with clients. I actually think that this, for this year, my goal is to go sit outside with my clients. But that's it. Well, the medical doctors are saying you should sit out in the sun for mm -hmm. minimum 10 minutes a day. So that I would even be... Heard 20 minutes, yeah? Yeah, probably 20 minutes mm -hmm. would probably be better. Yeah. In South African sun at 12 o'clock in the afternoon, you don't do that because that is not... Uh, <laughs> you might pass out. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that, that, that's not advisable, but... <laughs> Yeah, if you can get, so if that means, yeah, you've got to go have a cup of tea, instead of having it behind your desk, if you've got a little balcony at your office, you can go stand on the balcony, catch a few rays of sunshine. I mean, we're all supplementing now because we, you know, our lifestyles, etc., being so stressful. So all these, you know, these natural light vitamin D sunshine gets depleted. And, and natural sun sunshine, those UV rays, although they might be... Uh, um, dangerous for the skin and that but if in 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 regulated doses like those 10 to 20 minutes is going to 
um, increase the serotonin levels in your body to to an extent that nothing else can, no supplement can do. Um, and you know, serotonin is the happy chemical. That's the mm-hmm. chemical that drives your mood every day. I mean, if you wake up, I mean, Cass, have you ever woken up and your alarm clock didn't go off, and you now woke up <laughs> yes. and you're now late for a meeting? <laughs> That is not fun. <laughs> How did that determine the rest of the day? Exactly. You had a crappy day from, exactly. from that minute. Why? Because your serotonin levels are out the window, your cortisol levels are up, and your That's stress it. is through the roof. So, so finding that, making that time, even if you wake up 10 minutes earlier every morning, go sit outside with a cup of coffee or, or a fruit juice or whatever that, that you feel, and get that, that ray of sunshine, it, not only do you increase that serotonin level, you're going to feel more focused and motivated to get your day going. And you're going to feel more in control of your day. That no matter what challenge comes up, because when we do these practices, doesn't mean that the challenges aren't going to happen. Exactly. It just means that I am now in control and I can accomplish everything that I need to accomplish because I've already achieved 100% of my challenges coming, for, coming up to now. So it yeah. just boost you to and motivate you to 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 go through the rest of your day but that's it and i think a lot of us have got a lot of challenges whether it be work family um whatever we do have that so while we've got trying to deal with these challenges we need to try and find some healthy happy balance yeah balance is very important Mm. when we um you know like i speak to people and and myself i'm one of them is you know that we're so driven to achieve those goals, to achieve what we want to achieve, and we become those workaholics, and, and all we're doing is work, 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 and we think that that if I work more, if I push that extra hour, if I push, if I don't have that lunch break at work, or if I just push through, that I'm going to get more done, and in actual fact, mm-hmm. neuroscience has proven that it is actually um, less productive. Then taking regular breaks throughout your day. When I sit with clients and they say to me, I'm so exhausted. I say, okay, tell me what your day is like. Oh, I just have to sit and finish this project and I'm working from eight until five right there in front of the computer. I'm like, okay, and how often do you take breaks? No, I don't have the time for breaks. I'm like, whoa, that's why you're so unproductive because you get to five o'clock and you still haven't done what you needed to do. Why do you think that smokers most of the times are actually more productive than those of us that aren't? Why? Because they actually get up, even if it's just for those five minutes, to just go to the bathroom or go get some fresh air. Because what it does is like when we're focused so much on our work or what's in front of us and trying to to get it done, our brain kind of shuts down and and it loses that focus it loses that concentration and we end up having to read one page like 10 times before we can actually understand it and we still get frustrated so when you get up for those five minutes and walk outside go to the bathroom i always say to my clients your company is so massive there's there's different buildings go to the bathroom in the other building that's because what that does is it just the brain wakes up and says hold on something else is happening Mm -hmm. um now agitate what we're doing is agitating our environment and the brain wakes up and now it's going to focus so when you have that one five minute break you come back and you're going to see how you're going to have so much more focus on your work. So yes, finding that balance is important. And like I say to my clients, they say to me, I need to go home and still work. I'm like, no, 
-hmm. when your working hours are from eight to four, whatever those hours are, and when you drive out of the gate at work, you shut down. Switch off your phone if you have to. Block your boss if you have to. Do whatever you need to do. Because you know what? Your work isn't gonna is not gonna replace it is gonna replace you in an instant if you're not there anymore. But nobody's gonna replace you as a father, as a mother, as a sister, as a child if you're not there anymore. And your family is the one that's gonna suffer when you're no longer around. That's and it. the most important thing with what I've learned through all the experiences of my life is that the memories we're left with of the experiences we had with those family members that are no longer around is the one thing that nobody can ever take away from us. You know, exactly. those things that they leave behind, the material things break, get old, go out of fashion, whatever. And we end up losing those things. But the memories stay with us forever. Now, if you're not in that present moment and spending time, balanced time at work and at home and That's at it. in the and present, in, in the, the present, present moment, especially with your children, and uh, absolutely, members. everybody yeah. that has a child will know that they grow so quickly. And mm -hmm. you know, uh, we think, oh, but I've got so much time with them. I'll sit with them later. But but there's one thing that you can never get back is time. That's it. And when that's gone, it's gone. So focus on making that balance, scheduling your time for, for your family, for work, and not only, for yourself as well. That's very important because especially, especially women, especially mothers, we tend to be the wife. We have to give, we have to give time to, to our spouses. Um, we have to give time to our children. We have to give time to our work. And then the house needs to be done and all of that. And where are you in this? That's it. You know, we have 24 hours in the day. And I always ask every single one of my female clients is, you have 24 hours in the day. How much of that is just for you? And how many exactly. of them burst into tears and say, not even one minute they, they make. And I'm like, but how can you, how can you expect um, the universe to bring anything to you or, or that you are calm and peaceful if you don't make the time for yourself? If we don't make the time, it's not going to come. And and that's what's important. But that's it. You know, I work with a director. Um, and he's really, you know, with COVID and even after COVID, well, with COVID, it actually brought fantastic technology, um, you know, the, we, Zooms, um, you know, Teams, etc., having meetings, etc. But what it's also did is it's now you're available at all times. Yes, and unfortunately, that's what it's brought. And um, this director I work with, I've got so much respect for him. He will not contact you after five o'clock. Mm -hmm. doesn't matter if the world's falling down around you. He will not. He will contact you the next morning at eight o'clock. He schedules an hour in for his lunch and he takes that hour. Mm -hmm. Now, this is a director and he sits on the board of a listed Johannesburg Stock Exchange company. And you'd look at that and you think, wow, if he can do that and he has got, I mean, at that level, yeah, you, you're busy all the time. But he schedules that timing. He's, he's PA. You know, one day I went to make a meeting, not realizing it was over, you know, over lunchtime. And she said, Cass, no, he, want, he takes his lunch out. And I just thought, wow. And what was quite nice is that you now respect him for that. Mm -hmm. So if you start putting those boundaries in with oh, people yes. around you as well, 
people actually they'll they'll stop and they'll think, you know, they might in the beginning they might think, wow, you know, like um, gee, you know, she can afford to take a lunch out. I can't. But when you put those boundaries, then they start to think, wow, she can do it. And you know what? Why can't I do it? I love that you brought up the boundaries um, um, uh, subject because it's what I, I always um, harp on about with, with my clients is in the beginning when you set those boundaries, you will find, you will get resistance from people like, but why now? Why, you know, before you were always available and now why you're not? But the more you stick to those boundaries, the more people will start respecting it and then start shifting within themselves as well. I That's mean, it. you know, uh, it's like you say, Kirst, now and now with all this, this go, everything going online, it's, it's, it's caused uh, um, directors and bosses and managers to now think that, that you know, the, the staff, the employees, the, the team members are now available at all hours of the night. I, I, I've got clients that, especially in the finance industry, especially in accounts in a huge company, they're working until 2, 3, 4 in the morning and getting up at 6 to now go back to a, a, a full day. And when one of my clients sat in front of me and she's got diabetes and she, she got COVID and she collapsed with burnout, I said to her, well, what do you expect? Mm -hmm. If you're not taking care of your body and your mental health and your emotional health, you're not going to be able to function. Exactly. It's like like a car. If you do not maintain it, it's not going to run. You know, you have to do the regular services. Changing oil is a big one, case You've got to do it regularly. <laughs> did you know that? I did find that out. <laughs> I found out the hard way. Um, you know, if you don't do those regular maintenance, that regular maintenance on your car, eventually it's going to crash. And you're going to have to now spend the money on on uh, replacing the car now you can replace a car but you cannot replace you exactly nobody can replace you you know um, your family can't replace you nobody there's no other cassandra in the world so so um you have to set those boundaries it's so important and you will find like you say that 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 executive that you mentioned how much more productive and successful he is That's by it. setting those healthy boundaries and setting that balance in his life, creating a, a workable structure in your life, a schedule that works for you, making time for rest, for play, for, for work. You know, That's when you're it. working, focus on work. I, I get so many uh, client managers that come sit with me and like, my team members spend the whole day talking and running around and doing nothing, and then at five o'clock now they want to now they want to now work and struggle and you know and 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 it's like I said to to other clients is you know what when you're working put your focus on that and even if it's just for forty five minutes have that break five minutes in between and then come back to it, but create a structure a a, a schedule that works and that creates more control within you and balance within you. But that's it. And a very important one, Claude, you know, like you mentioned, you know, like the accountants working to 2, 2 a.m. in the morning. You know, we hear it over and over and over again. Sleep, we should be getting seven to eight hours of sleep. You know, I had I had one client that also said to me, but I don't need so much sleep. I'm so used to this. And then, like I explained to him, I said, but do you understand that sleep actually resets the brain? It clears the brain. It, um... It's, it's a brain thing that that's why you sleep. And um, yeah, he just looks at it a very different way. 
and that's why it is so important to try and have that good sleep. I mean, you've, you, like you said, you know, you're, you slept through your alarm clock and you're up and you're going and, um, you know, you're tired, you're going you're gonna to be snappy, you, you're going you're gonna to have that road rage, you, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that sort of thing, because you're tired and that's a symptom of just tiredness. You just mm-hmm. can't concentrate, you know, you, you might have to take breaks every five minutes, literally, just to try and just, just be awake. Mm-hmm. Um, so sleep is really, really important. It is because your body, remember that your body is made to heal itself. Yes. Um, if we gave, and it's during sleep time. That the body rejuvenates, that those organs start re- revitalizing, rejuvenating, and healing itself during those eight hours of sleep. Now, if you have that interrupted sleep during certain time, like for instance, um, I get clients that I wake up every night at three in the morning, you know, between three or four o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, well, that means your your liver is is overwhelmed, and they look at me and I'm like, three between three and four in the morning is your liver hour. And why is that? Because your body is now so filled with uh, toxins that your your liver is becoming overwhelmed because it's stress, it's unhealthy foods, it's unhealthy uh, uh, things that you're drinking, smoking, all of that. Now your 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 liver has to work double, and now it's overwhelmed, and that's why it's waking you up at three to four in the morning because it's it's just not coping with everything you're putting in that body, and that's why give yourself that time to sleep. And 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 um, a lot of people turn to medication to help you sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd say if you're gonna do that, go the healthy, way, the natural way, because the chemicals that those sleeping tablets bring just causes so much other um, issues in your body and your brain. And so there's so many natural things that you can do to sleep before going to sleep. Put some fresh lavender under your pillow. Or if you don't have fresh lavender, get some lavender oil and drop, put it in uh, some drops on your pillow or in your bath before going to bed. Um, you know, a, 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 a cup of chamomile tea, you know, warm milk before going to bed, you know. Those are all things that helps to just, and please don't ever watch the news or, a, yes. or an action movie before going to sleep. <laughs> yes. Well, you've got to be here at least an hour before time. No blue light. Mm-hmm. So to help you, yeah, to help you sleep and not to, yeah, to uh, generate uh, <laughs> nervousness or uh, anxiety or, yeah, or any pressures. I can actually tell you a story of the other night. I mean, you know how I feel about snakes. And the other night I was watching a program and it finished and I was still wide awake and the next show that came on was about snakes or something like that. And I was just like on my phone while I was watching this and I, every time I looked up, there was a face of a snake in front of the TV. And I thought it, it was five minutes and I had to switch that TV off because I knew what was going to happen. And lo and behold, I fell asleep and what did I do? I went and I dreamt of snakes. And in my dream, I was telling myself, you see, because you were watching this before going to bed, now you're dreaming of these snakes. It's so amazing. But it does, it really does make that difference. That's it. That's it. And then also, we've got to, our food is what we put in Mm -hmm. does affect whatever we do. So if you've got, you know, we chatted about the goal setting and you've got good goals, you've got goals that need your full attention, need your focus. 
You've got to focus on mm -hmm. what you're putting in your body. Absolutely. What you eat can have a direct influence on how you feel mentally, physically, and emotionally. So find and stick to a healthy meal plan to incorporate all food groups for a healthy balance. I'm not saying cut out everything, but everything in moderation. That's and it. that just creates more balance in your life. Like I said, you know, you cannot you cannot have a, a car running without giving it the oil, the water, and 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 fuel for gas. Or, or, you know, That's so it. the same with your body. If you do not give it the right nutrients, it's going to collapse. It's not going to function properly, and that's extremely important. Find a healthy, balanced diet. Find a a, a health a coach. Go to a, a dietitian. Dietitian. You know. Yeah. That's what they're there for. You know, and and they will give you the right tips and tools to be able to, to to find that healthy balance that works for you. But that's it. You know, you you turn on, especially now. You know, being January, you get you get flooded with goals and how to set goals. You get flooded with what to eat and what exercises to do. So it can be very overwhelming, especially with so many diets out there. Um, you know, so many social media, um, you know, recommendations. So take away that stress. Go see a dietitian. Mm -hmm. um, they will help you. They, you know, you, you do all the tests, etc., and they will be able to. So if it becomes stressful, then go to a professional. If you're finding that your behavior needs something to help with your behavior, you might go to the dietitian with a plan, but your behavior is a problem. Then go see the health coach. Yeah. And they will help you with your behavior on how to be changing your yeah, patterns. Yeah. Change your patterns. How to be how to actually then keep to that. Because yes, health can be overwhelming. So just take away the stress and go see a professional. And one of the last and most important things, Cass, is um changing your state. So an activity uh, um physical activity. Now what does that mean when when you tell me oh physical activity i don't want to think that i must now go run for a whole hour mm -mm. on on the treadmill no. in the gym that you're not going to make me run the only thing that will make me run and i will fly never mind run is put a <laughs> snake behind me like i said but but otherwise i am not running for anything or anybody um but any form of physical activity that helps to increase that heart rate to release the stress from the body because our body holds the cellular memory of trauma, of stress, of everything that we go through. How do we release that? The only way to release that is with physical exercise. That's it. And if you if you tell me, I don't have money to go to the gym, fair enough. I, I, I don't have the time, fair enough. You've got to clean your house, right? Put on some music and dance while you're cleaning that house. That's I promise it. you, you will find muscles in your body that you never knew you had <laughs> by, cleaning, by cleaning your house. Just put on music, make it fun, make it interesting, make it exciting. Because when we may bring excitement into our life, it brings joy. It gives us hope for the future. You know, like when we're planning our holidays, it's, it's exciting because now we're planning where we're going to go, how we're going to get there, what do I have to buy, to, what clothes am I going to get, how many That's shoes, it. you know, how many swimming costumes, or do I need to get, you know, if you're not going to the beach, you're going to the skiing, or whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. um, that creates excitement, that creates um, uh, um, something to look forward to the future as opposed to just 
things that I haven't done, things that I need to do. Oh my gosh, I didn't clean the stove properly today. Oh, now sorry, what's going to happen? I didn't wash those dishes today. Oh, I didn't, you know, mm -hmm. when we have, we create everything you do, do it with excitement, create adventure in your life. So that, so that it brings fun, that fun and adventurous aspect to your life. If you're sitting in an office space where everybody, like, especially in accounting or, or finance, it's boring as hell. I'm sorry for all of you that I do that. But please, I would pull my hair out. I, I, I with the company that I go in and counsel at, when, when I walk through their offices, Sometimes that I need the bathroom and, and it's dead silent in there. Mm. I could not. I would put music on in there and those people would go crazy <laughs> with it. But like, you know, it just brings excitement. It brings That's fun. It. It, it, it creates that element of excitement in your life. And that's so important. You know, even if you're sitting in that boring office and you get called to to a meeting in your in your manager's office, get up and skip to 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 his office, especially if it's one of those important meetings that you're nervous as hell. That's skip it. to there's no ways that you can you can be depressed and skipping at the same time. <laughs> um so <laughs> you know, walk into his office skipping. Not only are you gonna lighten the mood, you're gonna make him laugh and you're gonna laugh and that just creates a different atmosphere for, for your whole meeting to begin with. That's it. And also, you know, Claude, if you find that uh you know you you battle to do things on your own, then find Find a friend. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're talking about exercise, find a friend that'll keep you accountable. Yeah. And um, you know, it's it's just helps you to get through and to to make you, you know, and once again it becomes that say discipline and then that, that habit gets formed. So it's the first few times of discipline of doing something and then it becomes a habit. Then to get up in the morning to do 15 minutes of, of exercise, whatever that means, maybe a bit of yoga, Pilates, maybe a few stretches, maybe just a few weights, 15 minutes, times that by seven, mm -hmm. you've done a good workout for the week. So, you know, it's also not always, you know, you've got to exercise X amount of, you know, an X amount of hours, because once you start doing that, make it, make it that it's achievable. If it means waking up and you can only do five minutes every morning, that's fine. Do it five minutes every morning. Then you will find once you start doing it, the habit gets formed and then it becomes part of your life. Absolutely. And um, uh, um, like I say, when we create that, that I have to do something, mm -hmm. it makes it like it's now a chore, you know, something that I have to do. And that then creates resistance in your brain that's and it, it makes you not want to do it but if you make it fun like i'm gonna go i'm gonna put the music on and dance while i'm while i'm cleaning for instance or you know go dance in your garden grab your child i promise you there's no there's nothing better than a workout with a child because That's they've it. got so much energy it's unbelievable <laughs> i wish i had 10 percent of my nephew's energy at the end of the day <laughs> because it's insane how this child just is filled with energy every day and um Grab your child, go go, go play soccer with them outside, you know, play ball with them outside. Do stuff with them because I promise you that just gets the heart rate going, makes it fun and exciting and that just creates such a different environment and a mind space. It shifts your mindset automatically. Um, and, and, you know, these are just simple things that we've, that we've brought and just 
it might sound like it's, oh, but I know that. And how is that going to change? But you're not going to know unless you do it. That's it. Action is the key word in this whole thing mm -hmm. of being present is action. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like I say, say to my clients, what if you don't want to try this, when they look at me with that face and I can, and I know, like <laughs> this woman is tweaked, she doesn't know what she's talking about, I'm wasting my time. And I say to them, you know what, you've got nothing to lose. If anything, you're going to laugh at yourself. That's better because then you're getting the, in, uh, serotonin. Do it, try it, and then come back to me and tell me that I'm crazy. And every single one of them comes back and says, wow, it, like, it actually works. I can't believe it. And these are simple things that don't cost money. Um, so that, and that releases stress. Because if we're going to tell you to go to the gym, if we're going to tell you that's going to cost money, you're just going to add extra stress and, and anxiety to yourself. There's so much that we can do that doesn't have to cost money and add extra pressure and stress on ourselves. And these are just simple ways of creating uh, a healthy, balanced, genuine wellness. That's it. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, like you said, it's just just listening. Take what you feel will be applicable to you. Mm -hmm. Write it down and then start. And case like you like you were saying just now, you know, if you can't do it yourself, get a buddy. And that's so important, um, even for your mental wellness. And um, you know, if you're struggling, because I know when you're stuck in a depression, you want to get out of it. I have clients that say to me, I don't want to feel like this. Nobody wants to feel crappy, nobody wants to feel depressed, they just can't get out of it. So find a coach, find a a a, a counselor. Somebody that's going to not only keep you accountable, that's going to motivate you, that's going to give you the inspiration, and not only it's going to, they're going to give you the techniques to be able to change that mindset, to increase those neurotransmitters, those happy chemicals in the brain by small, simple techniques, such as sitting in, in the sunshine, such as, you know, those small things. So don't be afraid to just reach out to somebody that's going to to create that myth that give you that support and that inspiration um so and if anybody would like to you know to to connect with us to to have that support even if we're on the other side of the world that's the amazing thing with technology now it keeps us all close that's you're it. always welcome to to connect with us um via our website or even on our email um, which is info at azurabodymindsoul.com. Um, and we're also on Facebook and TikTok. I mean, not TikTok yet, sorry. <laughs> um, Instagram. So connect with us through there. Thank you very much. And I think, yes, I think we've given great tips. And yeah, if we can't do any more, otherwise, yeah, it's just too much. <laughs> So go out and make um, this is your best year yet. You have the tools. You have the, the techniques that we've given you. And start working it. And if you need support, you can always reach out to us. So wishing all our listeners and everybody a fantastic and awesome week going forward. And an, uh, an awesome January. That is for sure. <laughs> Thank you so much. Awesome, guys. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.